Good evening. Thankful you all could be with us tonight, this Good Friday, as we remember the death of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Why did Jesus do this? Why did he come to die? That's what we're going to reflect on tonight together as we look to the Word of God together in the Gospel according to Matthew. And as you think about that question, why did Jesus come to die? I think of a situation that sadly I have known dear people who have experienced being estranged from their own children. Imagine a father who has not spoken with his son in years, hasn't seen him since he was a teenager leaving home, and he wonders what he's like now. He wonders if he's alive. He hasn't gotten to speak to him see him or hear from him, spend time with him. Some of you have known that awful pain. Well, imagine he looks on social media, he uses the Google machine, he's doing everything he can, and eventually he finds a lead and he decides, you know what, I'll look into it, and he makes a couple phone calls and discovers this is his son, he's alive, and even knows where he lives. So he he prays, what should I do? And he goes and he visits his son. He visits his son and he just shows up. He knocks at the door and his son comes to the door quivering, seeing his dad, face he hasn't seen in years, but he can recognize him a little more gray now than he was before. But as he looks at his dad, all of these emotions are turning within him and, and he's asking questions internally. Why is he here? Why did he come? You know, what does he want? He might even wonder, does his dad need help? Does his dad need money? Or is his dad gonna give him money? What is about to happen? And so he asks his dad, why are you here? What do you want? And you can imagine the pain in the heart of a dad being interrogated after all these years and having to explain himself in this way. The Lord Jesus, he came to a people who had assumptions about what they were looking for in a Messiah. They were looking and waiting. And finally, at this time, at this moment, the Lord sent Jesus And he just wasn't what the people expected. They had all sorts of hopes and assumptions. Why this guy? Why now? Why are you here, Jesus? The people seemed to ask him. And their confusion about Jesus only increased as it became increasingly clear that he was going to die. He did not come to oppress their oppressors, but in fact to be oppressed by them and to be crucified. Is this the Messiah that was promised? I don't think so, most of the people would say. Even the disciples scattered. So why did Jesus come to die? We're going to look through the gospel according to Matthew. We'll find three reasons that boil down to one. We'll pray and we'll consider this together. Father, Lord, we pray that you would speak that you would help us to hear you, that you'd chase us down tonight and take hold of us where we are. 
We ask that in Jesus' name, amen. Three times Jesus says, or I should say in three clusters, Jesus says, I came, or I have come, and then he explains why he came. Three times in the gospel according to Matthew. And, and for the record, when he says, I came, there's a presumption that we should have if we're reading the gospel according to Matthew. It's talking about his pre-existence. Where did he come from? He is Emmanuel, God with us, we find out in the first chapter. He is eternal God, and he has come. The first time we hear him say why he came is chapter 5, verse 17. He says, do not think I've come to abolish the law or the prophets. I've not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. He came to fulfill the law and the prophets. Now for us, we may feel somewhat removed from this. The law and the prophets was the, the story, the scriptures of the Hebrew scriptures. This is where God's people found their identity, where they found the, the revelation of their God, Yahweh, the creator of the heavens and the earth. It's where they found the rule for their life. And it was a, a rule that they could not keep. Jesus pointed to where the law pointed at the end of that same chapter, at the end of chapter five. He says, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. Something they could never possibly keep. But Jesus came and he lived a perfect life and he came to die so that he could offer that perfect obedience and that perfect life for his people who failed time and time and time again so that they could actually seek to live in God's way, to seek that perfection, to know that life. And they could fail and not be afraid to turn back to God. Jesus came to fulfill the law for them. The second time we find Jesus saying why he came is after he is called a tax collector, someone on the outs with his people. He calls Matthew to follow him. And when he does so, the, the religious folks, the folks that are like me, the God talkers are like, why on earth are you hanging out with this sinner? And Jesus hears what they're saying. And so he says, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. Jesus came to die for sinners. You who are righteous have no share in Good Friday. He came for sinners so that they could be declared righteous by their father despite all of their obvious failings. Forgiven, freed. We, we see another picture of this when Jesus speaks of himself in the third person and says why he came. The son of man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. A ransom. He came to redeem them from their sins. This is why he came. And he calls us to live in union with him and, and treat our neighbors in a similar way just as he fulfilled the law for his people that they might actually delight in his law, 
He came to die for sinners so that we too might extend his love and his invitation, his welcome, his hospitality to our neighbors, even to our enemies. Thirdly, Jesus came, and this one may feel less pleasant. Jesus came to call us to his side. Chapter 10, verses 34 and 35, do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I've not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I've come to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Jesus is calling you to his side. He's saying, are you with me or are you not with me? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He did not say, I am a way and a truth and a life. This one in particular would confront not only the people in his day, but particularly in our day, a day where we like choices. We like a big menu with all the options. We like to not have to commit to any one thing. We like to dip our toes in things. But Jesus came and committed himself to us. (laughs) And he's inviting us to be with him. Apart from him, there is no peace. But he came to call us to his side. Why did Jesus come to die then? He came to fulfill the law for us. He came to call sinners home to God. He came to call us to his side. What was he doing in all of this? I think of the father coming and finding his son, seeing him, and his son questioning him, why are you here? And finally, words coming to his mouth, he simply tells his son, son, I'm here because I want you to know me, and I I wanna know you, I love you, I forgive you for everything, I, I wanna bless you, I want you to have a good life, I wanna be a part of it, I want relationship with you. And this is what God was doing, and Jesus focuses us in on this, the night of his betrayal, the night before his crucifixion, Jesus interprets his death for us. As they were eating, Jesus took bread, Matthew 26, 26, and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take ye, this is my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. My blood of the covenant. Covenant is a big Bible word for the relationship of God with his blood-bought people that he loves. And Jesus came to bring that relationship to a new level and a new era, to bring in the new covenant that was promised in Jeremiah 31. Behold, The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah, not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant that they broke, 
though I was their husband, declares the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. Listen, I will put my law within them and I'll write it on their hearts and I'll be their God and they shall be my people and no longer shall each one teach his neighbor and each his brother saying, know the Lord for they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest declares the Lord for I will forgive their iniquity. I'll remember their sin no more. Why why did Jesus come to die? He came to inaugurate this new covenant. He came for relationship with his people. He came to fulfill all the conditions of the law for them, to write it upon their hearts, what he had done for them. He came to forgive sinners. The covenant that they broke, he came to fulfill it perfectly for them. He came to be their God, to know them and be known by them exclusively. Do you want that? God has brought you here. I know you made a choice, you got in your car, but God ordained this moment for you to be here. Do you want him? Because he's calling to you now, saying, I want you. I want to know you. That's what Good Friday is. It's God saying, I want relationship with you. Do you want him? If you do, if you've never taken any step toward God, I just invite you tonight as we take the the supper together, I invite you to find me at some point after tonight. I invite you to find an elder because I want you to watch and think about what the Lord has done for you and I want you to talk to him in your heart. Say, Lord, I want you. I'm yours. And if you, if you make that kind of a commitment tonight, if you talk to the Lord in that way tonight, come and talk to us because we are going to just celebrate with you. We're, we're gonna, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, we're gonna dunk you in that tank and we're going to show the world that you belong to the Lord of heaven and earth. That he loves you and knows you exactly as you are. He wants you forever. And you get to testify that with us. And you're going to get to celebrate the rest of your days knowing the Lord has come for you. If you already have that relationship, if you're already walking with Jesus, you've already expressed that with the sign of baptism. I want you tonight to come and let the Lord tell you he loves you as we prepare to come to the table tonight. And know this, all of you. Why is the Lord here for you? He has no other agenda but your flourishing. He has no other agenda but you being the fullness of humanity that he designed you to be and the fullness of you because he knows you. Why did Jesus come to die? He came because he wants relationship with you. Father, please bless these dear people tonight as they wonder about the cross and what it means as we wonder about the blood, the cup, the the body broken, and this bread. Lord, draw us into yourself. Tell us who we are, sons and daughters, beloved, desired, even liked. Thank you, Lord. Amen. On the night that our Lord Jesus was betrayed, he took bread, and when he gave thanks, he broke it, and he said, this is my body, 
which is for you. Take this and eat it, all of you, in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, the Lord Jesus took the cup and giving thanks, he said, this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Take this, drink it, all of you, in remembrance of me. The Apostle Paul adds that as often as we eat of this bread and drink of this cup, we proclaim our Lord's death till he comes. We proclaim that the Lord loves us. We proclaim the Lord wants relationship with us so badly that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so as the elders come forward, I just encourage you tonight, being a sinner does not keep you away from this table. The only people that will be coming to this table tonight are sinners who need the grace of the Lord Jesus, who need to be reminded of his love for them. He came for sinners, not for the righteous. He came for you. So do business with him in your heart now. Tell him, Lord, thank you. Come and receive. We're going to be uh, receiving as the elders come around in our seats. And so they will, they will try to get to each of you. If we miss anyone, raise your hand so we don't end up missing anybody. We want everyone who's ready to come and celebrate this sacrament. Let's pray and then, and then we'll, we'll, we'll serve these things out. Lord, please bless your people. Make us ready to receive all of your promise, to receive your presence, to receive your love now. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen.